Nothing but great things in that quarterback room as a whole. Uh, obviously very competitive just because that's how we are all mm. are all in, like, just nat- naturally. Um, but definitely we always bounce things off each other as far as, like, ideas, like what we're seeing if I'm in and, or if, mm. if Bo's in and I'm in, I'm asking him, like, what do he see? Why do he go that? Why do he do that check? And vice versa. So it's just a lot of communication. And then whoever's out there on the field at the time, we're supporting uh, because obviously we want to see the offense do well no matter yeah. who's in. For me personally, I'm not – I'm going to be more of a game-by-game game guy mm-hmm. just because that's – I never want to look too far into the future or too far into the past. So just kind of going with Coach Franklin, that 1-0 and mentality – you know, want to have the give us the best chance possible at the end of the. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Next Up podcast. I'm Adam Brenneman. We are on campus at Penn State today, actually on Coach Franklin's balcony, practice field behind us, doing a little Penn State season preview series of podcasts with coaches, players, everything you need to know about Penn State football going into the season happening right here over the next few days on my YouTube channel. Before we get to the interviews, please subscribe to this channel, whether you're on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, press that subscribe button. All your support allows us to travel around the country and have some of the best guests in the country in college football on this show. So please, guys, support the channel. Let's go talk to the guys. Before we get into the pod, I have a crucial message for Penn State fans and a big announcement that was just made. Let's start with the good news. The good news is we have the best fan base in college football at Penn State. But here's the reality of the situation we're in right now. Penn State football is behind when it comes to NIL, and we shouldn't be. With our support, with our community, we should be the leader in the country when it comes to NIL support for our football program. That's what we need to win a national championship. That's why myself and Mercury just teamed up with Happy Valley United, Penn State Football's official NIL collective, to launch the Race to 107 campaign with the goal of raising $107,000 for Penn State Football NIL before the season begins. That's why I'm challenging all Penn State fans to give at least $50 to the Race to 107 campaign in support of Penn State Football NIL. With the power of our community, with the fan support we get on Saturdays, there's no reason we shouldn't crush this goal out of the water. Go to happyvalleyunited.com slash 107 or click that link below to give your support today. We are. Next up. Feeling good, Tom? All right, Ed. Great. All right, all right. Now, now, you don't get 75 minutes this time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I'm, I think I'm out of questions for you. Like, we, we just got to have a conversation now because I don't know what else. I've asked you during our podcast, I think, like every question I could possibly ask you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm out. I don't, I don't, know, what the, I don't know what to talk about. Um, so we'll start with this. How do you feel? Hey, ask him about that throw he made then. <laughs> yeah. That throw in the middle of the field, the seam ball. You know what I'm oh, talking about? The Dre? The Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That felt good? Uh, it felt really good. Uh, yeah, no, I mean – uh, I think just throughout the whole camp, we built a really good rapport with all the receivers, especially the older guys. Uh, yeah. Dre's, Dre's had a really good camp so far, um, continuing to be the leader of that room too, one of the more vocal leaders in that room. He's doing a really good job right now, and so are all the other receivers. Yeah. Give me a uh, kind of synopsis, state of the union on the offense right now. How are you feeling? How's your eight practices in now? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about the, the group as a whole? Yeah, I think we're doing really good right now. I think the biggest thing for us is just staying consistent um, with any, everything we're doing, uh, making sure our energy levels are always up. Even if you know the defense gets us on a play or a period, we have to be able to bounce back and not, not get too high, not get too low. And I think we, we've done a better job of that since the start of camp. And um, you know, I think we'll, we'll be very well balanced. That's one of our goals as a whole offense, to be able to run the ball when we need to run the ball, but able to drop back at the same time. And I think we have a lot of 
different varieties in our offense. We can get to a lot of different personnel groupings that can really yeah. just you know mess with the defense and their their adjustments. Yeah, how's Theo Johnson look? He looked he looked good out there today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Theo's been doing really good so far. I mean, it's great having him on the field. Uh, big target, just like Tyler Warren. Big target, but they're both very athletic. Uh, they can go up and make a play on the ball, make tough contested catches, and yeah. also very well do very well in the run game too so that helps out everything and they're they're just very well well versed in everything yeah what's the one area you feel like you've improved the most from maybe spring ball to now halfway through training camp yeah i would say one of the biggest like the two biggest things is just comfort level again it's like fourth time going through the offensive Mm -hmm. installs a little bit different from like the first three times but pretty much the same base offense so it's it's a lot more familiar so it was a lot more like just picking up on defensive tendencies now at pre-snap instead of worrying about my read yeah. and things like that. And also, I think just anticipation, I think that came with over the summer. Like spring, it's hard to get a lot of extra work in with receivers just because of the class yeah. schedule and then the spring ball schedule is very demanding. So this summer, we were able to get a lot of good work in um, pretty much like three or four times a week where we're throwing. And I think that really helped all of us in the long term and it's, it's paying off right now. How much easier is this training camp for you than your first one? <laughs> it's, it's definitely a lot easier. Yeah, for sure, a lot easier. You have a, you have a favorite play of training camp so far? Mm. The, the play of camp for you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, one of my favorites today was the, the seam, you, the seam yeah. throw you mentioned, the Dre, just because of the, it was the ideal coverage we wanted uh, in, that, in that particular look. And Dre was kind of our only option at that point just because of all the leverage on the other routes, what they were giving us. And it was just great to get that completed and get that on tape. Yeah. Take me through a typical training camp day for you now, routine-wise. What, what are, give the fans kind of the, uh, the morning to night. What, what's going on? All right. I'll just walk through today. So today... I mean, I was probably up at like 6.30, yeah, 6.30. I was probably in the building at 7, watching yesterday's practice uh, with a couple coaches, um, just going through notes Mm. from that, seeing what we can improve on. And then we had uh, offensive meetings, and then we had an offensive lift after the defense lifted. So then that ended around 11, uh, got lunch, started an exam or was finishing up an exam that was due tonight uh so i was finishing that up during lunch uh then we had team meeting at one so i was getting ready for that around like 12 30 practice from basically one to 5 45 that's a long one yeah yeah and then headed over to pollock got some got some food uh finished up my exam submitted it so hopefully <laughs> hopefully that part goes well and then just came back here buzzed the film a little bit because we got meetings later today yeah had to stop in here and do this yep. right? <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course that's sweet that's yeah, a long day man and now and now with classes over this is when this is when the grind starts yeah now, this is right? when the grind starts for sure yeah. who are you mentioned the receivers talked about theo who are some of the other guys on the offense uh, and, and to the defense that have kind of flashed and impressed you during camp so far guys Here's the reality, it is summertime. Summertime means more fun, more ladies, more time on the beach, and what's crucial during that time? You have to look good, top to bottom, literally. The way I make sure I'm looking good and fresh and light every day in the summer is with Manscaped. 
The performance package 4.0 has me feeling my best. Last time I was at the pool about two weeks ago, I had the shirt off, my face was clean, I was groomed well below, and my confidence was at an all-time high, and it paid dividends for me. Here's why I love the Performance Package 4.0. The Performance Package 4.0 has everything you could ever need to keep you looking your best. It comes with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and even a travel bag to hold all your tools. Trust me, guys, you don't want to miss out on this bundle. So, guys, go to manscaped.com and use my code ADAMB for 20% off and free shipping to get what you need to be feeling good this summer. That's code ADAMB at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping and guys supporting the sponsors of this podcast like manscaped helps support me and allows me to do this podcast every week for all of you so go to manscaped.com use my code adam b for 20 percent off and free shipping who are you mentioned the receivers talked about theo who are some of the other guys on the offense uh, and then to the defense that have kind of flashed and impressed you during camp so far yeah i think uh Offensively, uh, just from a skill standpoint, we Amari Evans, Caden Saunders, and uh, Cephas have done a really good job right now. Amari mm-hmm. uh, and Caden are both playing with a high level of confidence just because, similar to me, they're both early enrolled, so this is their fourth time through the installs too, so they're playing yeah. with a lot more anticipation and speed, not second-guessing themselves. And then Cephas, still still nailing things down with him, like just in terms of the offensive style we want him in, but he's doing a good job picking it up right now, and he's going to do some good things for us this year. And then defensively, I mean, I mean everybody knows about Chop and Adisa, yeah. Abdul, Curtis, and Kalen, but I think Cam Miller and Johnny Dixon have done a really good job at corner so far. Uh, Jay Reed at safety, along with Keaton and KJ. Um, and then denying Dennis Sutton again, I mean, he, he's just making plays all over the field, whether it be in run game or pass game. Yeah. So I, there's a lot of, lot of younger guys and a lot of older guys that are going to take the next step and really help this team this year. How important has it been for you this camp to kind of the offense lost a lot of leaders, right? Yep. You lose Sean Clifford. You lose a lot of guys who were kind of career-long leaders for this program. How, how important is it for you to kind of take on a leadership role, and how do you go about doing that when you know you haven't started a game yet, but you can be a leader by how you act, how you you know how you carry yourself every day? How do you balance that? Yeah, that's that's my main goal right now. Obviously, just because you can't really be the. I've, to me, you can't be the vocal leader of the team until you kind of go out so and prove it. it on a, like <laughs> yeah. a game-to-game basis. No one wants a guy who doesn't play to be Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's for sure. Yeah. So I just try to lead by example the best I can, uh, especially in the quarterback room, just helping out Jackson and the two new quarterbacks that got yeah. onto campus, just helping them out in any way I can because I know a lot of things are flying at them, flying at them right now at high speed. So just trying to bring them along with us. Um, and offensively, just trying to be the same guy every day, being consistent, uh, bringing more of the energy, like getting getting guys ready to go out and play, uh, especially just bouncing back. I think that's going to be the biggest thing for us as offense this year because not everything's going to go the way we want it, but we need to have that ability to bounce back and go out and correct it the next time we yeah. have the chance. We just talked to, to Bo. Uh, what's it been like? sharing the room with him and just kind of number one the competition mm-hmm. you guys have and how that increases the intensity of everything but also just kind of having him as a guide to you know you guys came in together you guys are close kind of be able to bounce things off each other have that friendship but also have the competitive aspect of it yeah for sure i mean it's nothing but great things in that quarterback quarterback room as a whole uh obviously very competitive just because that's how we are all mm. are all in like just nature naturally um, but definitely we always bounce things off each other as far as like ideas, like what we're seeing 
if I'm in and or if, mm-hmm. if Bo's in and I'm in, I'm asking him like, what do he see? Why do he go that? Why do he do that check? Or, and vice versa. So it's just a lot of communication. And then whoever's out there on the field at the time, we're supporting uh, because obviously we want to see the offense do well no matter yeah. who's in. I've been asking everyone uh, of the the four core values at Penn State, which one's your favorite and why? Oh, uh, to me, probably sacrifice, uh, yeah. just because in order to achieve goals, whether it be individually or as a team, there's a level of sacrifice that needs to come into play, uh, whether it be very simple things you need to give up, uh, like just going to bed earlier, mm-hmm. getting off video games like a half hour earlier, <laughs> studying an extra 30 minutes, or be major things like just changing bad habits that you're used yeah. to or whatever the case may be but I think to get to your ultimate goals there there needs to be an amount of sacrifice in, in your day-to-day life to help you achieve that yeah. goal at the the end of the season for yourself personally and for the team how will you devi- define success how will you say this was a successful year for us uh I think it's just gonna for me personally I'm not I'm going to be more of a game-by-game guy mm-hmm. just because that's I never want to look too far into the future or too far into the past. So just kind of going with Coach Franklin, that 1-0 mentality, you know, want to have the give us the best chance possible at the end of the at the end of the week when Saturday is about to kick off to go out and have the best chance to go out and be 1-0 that week um, and just keep stacking those. So doing whatever we can throughout the week to get extra recovery time in, extra practice time in, and just extra film study yeah. to really break down the defense. What's the relationship like in camp, and how great has it been for to have guys like Coach Yersich to, to be with every day, and then also Coach Franklin, who played quarterback, mm-hmm. who, who you, know, you can kind of go to and, and, and for advice, and you guys have a close relationship. What's it been like with those two guys just throughout training camp to support you? Yeah, I mean, we're with each other every day. Coach yeah. Franklin's always in our quarterback rooms, and obviously Coach Yersich is always always leading our quarterback meetings and I think it's great to have a bunch of different perspectives in that room Um, it definitely helps us out and we we can ask any questions in that room Uh, there's no dumb questions ever in Mm -hmm. in this in this facility so you know we always just asking for advice like what they think like asking for their opinion on like just certain run checks or like how to talk to the receivers like how we want them to run routes or whatever the case may be so just constant communication with those uh, two guys has been really key to the whole quarterback room I love it man well I'm excited to see you this year I know it's gonna be a big year and uh, appreciate you doing round two of the of the of the pod man we'll we'll, we'll be round three I'll call Greg next week we'll get you on again (laughs) (laughs) appreciate it man appreciate it